the wackadoodle forest with you has been a dream. Seeing all your beauty in this world, every bird and squirrel climbing trees and laughing foreign rocks in a dream. But there's so much more we could do now. Double, 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 doom, 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 doom. Run to the power and walk away in the sunshine because a pain of sense of bees make me smile. Do, 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 do. Run through the battle throwing. Have such a good time. Have a good day. Treat you rest, very fine. Keep it cool and sun and dry and rain. Then we will be made, working for us, off for go about. Cause design, as is rich with love, let's love and jump, double, 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 do, 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 let's do the power and then. Rail in the water, or I'll make this bed of food, and it's just kind of double, 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 boom, 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 back up with the trees and pepper dogs and iron, because we ain't close to the job, and they had to double, 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 boom, boom, boom. Okay. Well. Oh. Hello. Um, Hi, everyone. Rory Sinjin. Hi, everyone. This is this is Devin White and Lynn Nelson and Rory Sinjin. And this is Cast and Wax. Yes. Well, I was going to say that. Yes, but we are are hosting the podcast today. Yes, we are. Devin and I. Yeah. Well, Lynn and, and I are hosting the podcast. Rory, we talked about this. We took well, perhaps, but or I mean, really, we talked and you listened, but you were supposed to be listening. Oh, I heard you. But were you listening, Rory? What does that even mean? I don't even know. All right, well, why don't we fill in the folks at home? All right. See, so what happened was this. Um, I'm the host of the podcast because... Well, not, not today, though. Well, because, you see, there's four hosts. Co-hosts. Frank Allen, yes, co-hosts. You know, Frank Allen is missing. Jordan was kidnapped. Escape is a cat. So, that leaves me. Um, what does escape being a cat have to do with it? Uh, yeah. Escape is more closely related to Jordan. Yes, but he's been in charge of the podcast before and it didn't work out. Actually, I think I'm more closely related to Jordan. Well, you're not a host four. of the podcast, so I am a host of the podcast, so, you know. I mean, honestly, though, with Jordan gone, I should be in charge of the podcast. You are barely on the podcast. I should have been running the podcast this whole time. Yes, but, you're, but you didn't. You let it slip, and so I took over. Look, wait, no, we, look, we have to go back. We have to back up and explain to everybody what's going on. Devin actually did find a note from Jordan in his drawer. And it was, a living will doesn't necessarily describe it, but it's sort of what happens to his most prized possessions in, you know, case of something terrible happening to him. You know, it's typed, so there's really no proof. It's Rory. It's in his drawer. It's signed by him. Anyway. He signs a lot of things. Anyway, in in this, he indicates that if for whatever reason he is unable to co-host the podcast... He wants me, his dear wife, to step in for him. And, I mean, if I had found this so long ago, I would have been running this podcast since then. But she was, you know, busy with the police trying to find her husband. Yeah, I mean, I've been a little preoccupied. We know where he is. He's fine. Where is he? He's The bruisers have him. Where? In their bruising house. Uh Uh-huh, which is where? We don't need to know where it is. We need to know where it is. Well, why? Because we need to find Jordan. We, but he's safe. No, he's not. He's getting hit. A lot. Well, perhaps he is. What do you mean, perhaps? We heard it. He probably definitely is. They're beating up my husband all the time. But it's to make him happy. How is it supposed to make him happy? That's the point of the machine. Look, I I don't want want to rehash. (sighs) 
old arguments. Anyway, having found this note, Devin decided that she would participate in this week's podcast, try to get things a little bit back on track while we try to find Jordan, and invited me to join. So we're here, and Thank we are... Thank you for are, being here. Of course, I welcome you on the podcast that I'm hosting. And we are... Co-hosting. That you are co-hosting. Co-hosting the podcast with Rory. And Rory is co-hosting the podcast with us. co Hosting, yes. Let's, um, we didn't formally introduce our fourth co-host, Mr. Scape White. Hi. Hi, Scapey. How are you? I'm always good. Who's my good boy? Scapey. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Come here, give me some face rubs. Well, Mom, I'm... Scapey, come on. I'm real busy. Scapey. I'm on a show, What? Come here. I got a brush. Okay. I like a brush. Who's your good boy? Me. Yeah. Like the brushing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now he's not going to be saying anything, so great. He'll, he'll be back. He'll be saying or singing something very shortly. We have a lot of stuff uh, to play on the podcast today, though. Well, I would know, yes, as the person who's, you know, arranged it all and did all the work. So, did, What work did you do so far? We're just recording. I gathered up all of the materials. By checking the email? Yes. Good job. I did it, though. That's very good of you. So, Rory, since uh, you did all the arranging, why don't you tell us what shows we have today? Well, fine. Uh, I could, or I could just, you know, play the letter that I got from Charles that does the same thing. He sent us an audio letter, which is something we've asked people to do. You know, send us audio letters, which I know about because I was on the podcast last week hosting it with Just Scape by myself. So you were co-hosting it with Scape? He was subordinately hosting it with me. You were hosting it together. He was a subordinate host, is what I'm saying. Scape, are you okay with him calling you subordinate host? I'm okay with your brushing me. Rory, I'd be careful. You remember what happened last time Escape uh, was angry and alone on the podcast? And alone on the podcast? Well, last time I checked, um, we are in my apartment. Yes. And Scape lives here. Yes. And I live here. And I invited Lynn here, and you're here. I look, I because I'm invited here because by nature of my being think, on this podcast, I think my husband invited you here. Yes, and yes. he's not here, but he is here in spirit because we are carrying on his legacy. Actually, Rory, how did you get in? Yeah, that's a that's a damn good question. How he did gave you me get a key in? to come in and record. So can I have that back? No. What do you mean? It's Jordan's key to give to whoever he pleases. Do, so you just come in? Yes, to record. This is where the recording studio is. Even when Jordan's here? Even when he's not here. But when he's here, do you just come into his apartment? Well, there's no reason to. I can just he, I can knock and he'll open the door. Okay. And so you're assuming right. that since he's not here, you can, I just, can just come just, into the apartment. That's what, why else would he give me a key? But Devin lives here still. Maybe she doesn't want you in the apartment. This is where the recording studio is. I, this sounds like kind of like trespassing to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I have permission is... from the home owner. The one who's not here. It doesn't matter. He gave me a key. Technically, while he's not here, I'm the homeowner. When I have a key, I am the home occupier. Oh, no, that's not how that works. That is how it works. I was legally given a key. Well, I might have to legally look into that. Well, there's nothing to look into. Look. Oh, really? Jordan invited me. I don't understand why you're giving me a hard time. Jordan invited me here. This is where I record my business. This is where I work on the podcast that he started and invited me upon. What business? For the podcast. This is where you record your business for the podcast. Yes. Nothing to do with your no. fake your business. side ventures. I don't have any fake businesses. Into I have two extra bogus history. Those would not be side ventures. Those would be my primary ventures. Thank you very much. This okay. is the side venture. Just making sure you're not abusing the equipment. Why would I abuse the equipment? I don't know. 
Because you don't seem to have your own? I don't need my own recording equipment. I don't record for a living. This oh, is so you don't mind giving me back my key and just No, go. I record this for the podcast. In, this if, is you, a- if you would like to ruin the podcast for Jordan while he's away, then yes, I'll give you the podcast key back. Because he'll come back and there will be no one left on the podcast at all. It'll just be you on the podcast. Yeah, no, it'll be us. We're awesome. Yeah, and my cat. Actually, it'll be everyone here but you. I think this is a great experiment. Maybe, yeah. maybe Rory no. should just not participate today. I think so. I don't, right. think that's, I don't think that's accurate. So I'm going to go ahead and play this letter that we got from our good friend Charles Berman. <sighs> I don't see how you could do that since I'm the one at the computer. So. Well, you see, uh, how you do that is you take my iPad, which can then remotely access, just like that, and uh, access the computer from there. Go ahead, Lynn. Thank you, Devin. Hey, Jordan, I guess, or not Jordan, but... Hey, uh, Rory and Scape. It's uh, Charles Berman from up in Binghamton. And uh, I thought I would demonstrate for everybody this week again how great the audio letter is. It's super high technology compared with writing things down. Because writing things down, I just press buttons and you see letters and then you can reconstruct them into words, but you're not going to hear them in my voice. This way, I can just talk. I don't even have to think about what I'm saying. I don't even have to come up with anything necessarily very good. And it goes straight to you. So yeah, things are going pretty well down here. The Jordan D. White Memorial Soup Kitchen Charity Shop and uh, Literacy Center and uh, Food Pantry is going great. Nobody really knows who Jordan D. White is that goes to it, but that's not the point. The point is to get people the help they need. And with all the Binghamton bruisers out of town, they were really the people that were bad news anyway. So, it, you know, a lot of good has come from the fact that they're gone. And speaking of the bruisers, by the way, it was great to hear Percy's voice again. I don't know if Jordan, when you get to hear this, you'll have gotten to know him very well, but we had some, we had some good times, even if he, you know, ended up running off and trying to kill you. It, it, you know, it was, it was still fun. And so, you know, it's good to hear from him again. And if, you know, if you if you get this, um, just, you know, say hi from me and from all of us. Um, but I do have some radio shows for you, which uh, hopefully people will enjoy. I've got a couple of them. First off, we've got a new episode of The Diner. That's Jan Session, which is a pun because it involves Jan and a session, and it sounds like Jam Session. And we have Slam Jackson, The Search for Frank, episode three. Um, now, Slam has been working hard on this case. You can see it from this. He's been going all around the world to now three countries. So it, it wouldn't be something you'd take lightly that he'd go to three countries for. All the other episodes you hear, he's just in America. This one, he goes to Mongolia just to try to find Frank Allen. So I, I hope, Rory, this will demonstrate the extravagant and costly lengths he's willing to go to just to find your friend for you. And, you know, I, I hope you appreciate it. And I'm sure Frank, Frank I'm sure um, Slam hopes you appreciate it too. And, you know, I'm talking of Slam Jackson. I love Escape's episode. And we'd love to have him write another episode just because of, I, I think there's there's got to be a great versatility there. So if he can write one on another subject, we're, we're, we are happy to receive it. You know, the, the moist food one was great. What else has he got? Um, but anyway, this is me, Charles Berman, signing off. Um, hope you enjoy the episodes. Jordan, hope you're back. That would be nice. All right. Well, that thank you. was... I was going to say Rory. thank you. Ugh. Thank you, Charles. That was a really nice letter. As usual, let's try to take it backwards if we can remember how it went. Scapey, did you hear that? Doesn't what? Charles is asking you to write another episode of Slim Jackson. Oh. Slim Jackson really liked your episode. Were you listening <laughs> at all? No. No? Okay. Um... They really liked your episode of Slim Jackson. They want you to write another. Okay. Are you going to do it? Yeah. Right now? Slim Jackson! Adventurist! Uh, okay, so once one time, Slim Jackson was like, 
Turner Adventurist. And then Sam Jackson's like, hey, uh, that's just, that's me. And the narrator's like, okay, he was on adventure. He was like, going on young. And he was like, ugh, here's the problem I have. I have like a million problems, but the one that I'm thinking about right now is called, I've been awake for like, ugh, too long, like six hours. And I'm like, tired, I don't know what to do. If only somebody could save me. And then the narrator says, But what happened then? Uh, I'll tell you. It was that Scape came along. Scapey! And then I'm Scapey. And I go like, Hi, Sram Jackson, how's it going? And he's like, Well, I, I just told everybody, but I guess you weren't listening, so I tell you again. I'm tired. Oh, said I, Scapey. You know what you should do? What? says Sram Jackson. Well, I, what you should do is, like, lie down, and, like, curl up, and, like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. What? says the narrator. Could it be that Scape has discovered the secret of not being tired anymore? Yes, says Scapey, I did. It's called sleeping a lot. I'll show you how it's done. And then I, I'm Scapey, and then I go to sleep. For, for like, ten minutes. And so, for that ten minutes, you don't really hear anything. Because I'm sleeping. And then, when I'm done sleeping, I go, nom, nom, nom. Oh, hey, Sram, did you see, did you see how I was sleeping? That's how you do it, okay? And Sram goes, oh, friend Scapey, I would try it. But where should I sleep? Where should he sleep? I mean, Sram Jackson, not Scapey. Where should he sleep? Uh, do you know? Find out now on Sram Jackson Adventurist! Scapey, that was so good. Thank you. You're so talented. You get that from me. Yeah. Scapey, that was, that was great. Thank you. Um, I, in fact, I have a surprise from the last episode that you wrote. What's the surprise? Slam Jackson sent to me to bring to you two bowls of chicken moist food. Oh. And I have them right here. Give them. Wait. Why? There's a catch. No. You can have them at the end of the podcast. Bullshit. If you listen to the rest of the podcast and participate with us, okay? But I, it will get dry. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's super sealed. Oh. It'll be excellent. It'll be nice and warm and chickeny. Warm? No, room temperature. Oh. Deal? Okay. Okay. Excellent. Moving on. We have more of Charles's letter to deal with. Um, what came before that? Something about... I'm going to go back to sleep. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Stay, stay awake, little guy. If you, if you want the... They just explain to you, fool. If you want the moist food, you have to participate. Don't call him a fool. Yeah, don't insult my cat. Yeah. But he was being a fool. I don't care what you think he was being. I wasn't thinking Rory. anything. Yes. Zip it. What? Why? Fool. No. Fool. I'm not going to eat the moist food. I don't care. <laughs> Good, I'm not offering you any moist food. I, You know what? You have a history of eating moist food. I'm not that sure. That's true. Uh, one time. Rory, stay away from his moist one food. One time. Thief. Yeah! You made me eat it. Okay. What else was there in Charles's letter? Something about his soup kitchen extravaganza thing. Oh, yes. Charles, thank you so much for all this fundraising and these things that you've, you've brought together to no, honor no, my husband. No, 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 no. It's not... It's not raising any funds. It's not really honoring him either. He named it that back during the morality machine. So it's a mockery of him. 
I, it sounds lovely. I, I don't yeah. know why you would be so mean to one of I'm our not, friends. Laurie, why are you so negative all the time? I'm not being I negative. Mean, are you jealous of Jordan? Is this what it is? No. Are you, you know, you're, you're just kind of angry. Why would I be jealous? He's been you'll kidnapped. You'll never be as, as, you know, as, as good poor as him. Or as, as, did you just call us poor? Compared to me. Well, you know, we don't. You forget, Devin, that Rory is rich. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Thank you. He's, he's, uh, extra rich from he- his extra history. In fact, there is a world. Where Rory is super rich. Right, right. Well, is it, uh, it, well it's, I mean, mm-hmm. super, what's super rich? You know, I've already got plenty now. I don't need more. There's a there's a, a world where, where Rory has more money than we do. And that makes him better well, than us. Well, that's this world, right, actually. That's, that's right. this world. That's, that's this right. one. This one. Mm-hmm. So, Charles, thanks very much. Thank uh, you so much for It's writing. appreciated by all the very nice people on this end of the podcast. You forgot yep. that he yep. also talked about Slam Jackson investigating where Frank Candle is. He did. He did. Um, yeah, that's an interesting topic to bring up because, as as the listeners may or may not know, uh, Rory generously hired Slam Jackson to find our friend Frank Allen. Slightly coerced, and but yes, when, I did do it. When our very good friend and the main host of this podcast, Jordan, was the person who yes, the person who pledged made me par- promise to find Frank Allen. He refused to stop Slam Jackson from looking for Frank and ask him to look for Jordan. Jordan would have wanted it that way. He made me promise. Jordan would have rather that you find Frank instead of having someone find Jordan. Jordan cares about Frank. Jordan cares about not getting beaten up. Well, I mean, we all do. I would like course. to think that you would care about Jordan, of too. Of course I care. Of I know I care. he cares deeply about you. Why don't you care I about Jordan? I only know this one private investigator. First of all... You're rich and have connections, so I don't believe that. Well, second of all... He's the only one I know personally. Second of all, you could afford to hire a second one or to pay him more money to look for Jordan. Third of all, it doesn't matter. You like Jordan better. I'm absolutely sure of that. Oh, In of fact, course. let me ask you. Do you like Frank very much? No. Okay. But I like Jordan so much that I respect his wishes. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's yeah. not stupid. He made a specific request. When he was here and not kidnapped. Right. He can't Things make a request. Changed. He can't make a request while he's kidnapped. I have to. My my only thing Frank I can do. Frank doesn't even want to be found. Jordan does. The, the letter he wrote was written that puts you in control. Was written when he was here. He may have different wishes now, but we are honoring those wishes that he had when he was here. What he wrote down were wishes for when he's not here. And presumably, that's what he was saying to me as well. No, I don't think we can presume uh, uh, that. No, that's very stupid. I don't. I don't know. What do you think, Scapey? Do you miss Daddy? Well, yeah. Do you want Daddy back? Uh, yeah, he doesn't give me as much nice food as you guys. No, but he gives you some, right? Does he, who gives you more, Daddy or Frank Allen? Uh, who's Frank Allen? Exactly, people. New Frank Allen, he was the other host of the show. I don't remember that. So right now, Scavey, uh, Rory is working very hard to find a man who never gives you moist food. Instead of using those same resources to find Daddy, who does give you moist food. But you guys give me moist food. Not all the time, though. And plus, think how much you more you would two. get if there was another person giving you moist food. I don't know if that's how it works, Mom. Okay, so if you don't know if that's how it works, how can you say that's not how it works? Well... Scapey, I brought you these two bowls once, but okay. they you're going to eat them and then they're going to go away. I'm not going to keep bringing you two bowls. Why not? Because I'm not your dad. Your dad is the one who's supposed to feed you all the time. Where are my mom? 
your mom too, but they trade. They take 50-50 ownership of this responsibility. That's right. When daddy's not here, you only get half as much moist food. That's stupid. So you got to, you know, want daddy back. Okay. I want daddy's moist food. Okay. So tell Rory that you want your daddy I back. I will give you moist food. It's not a problem. I can yeah, afford right. it. I can afford plenty of moist food. Thank you very much. So why haven't you been bringing it so far? Yeah. Because no one asked me to. But you should do it out of the goodness of your heart, Rory. If you are taking over all of Jordan's duties. No, I'm not taking over all of Jordan's duties. I'm yeah, taking over his podcast duties. Definitely not taking over all of Jordan's duties. Thank Just you Just the much. podcast duties. I didn't mean to imply that. Mm, because... Ugh. No, no, look. I have my own job to look after, and it's very important, and it takes a lot of time. Okay, <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. What were yeah. you laughing at? This is this is why he Nothing. does the yeah. podcast. I went, I yeah, and I had to take off last week. What, what were you doing last week that you couldn't do it? Working my real job. Well, I was working my real job at giving a keynote address at a convention in Paris. I don't even like Paris, but I went there. Oh, boohoo! Yes, yes, that's far more Poor important Rory. than my job as a doctor. Well, I only save people's lives. He tells them what could have happened if they hadn't died. You know. Well, no, because if they're already dead, it's too late. And they're not going to pay me anything. So I gave a keynote address, which was a, which that means I was the most important person at this entire event. Rory. Wow. I feel so sorry for France right now. No. Rory, why, why are you still charging people if you have so much money that you don't know what to do with it all? Well, yeah. this, I, I, first of all, I never said I didn't know what to do with it all. I didn't want to just throw money around. I have to do responsible things with it. And I have to keep bringing money in to afford to you know, keep the things I have. You're not investing or yes, saving? But- how money. much money do you have? I've asked you this before, and I'm you, not you screwed the issue. Because you don't, you don't. That's really rude to just say how much money do you're you have. You're really rude, and you keep acting like it makes you that important. So I no, would like does. to know how much more important you are than me. Well, how much money do you have? I make thirty-two thousand dollars a year. That's not very much. No, it's not. So how much do you make? More than that. How much more? Quite a bit. Yeah, I want to know how What's much more important you are. I don't. I'd rather not say. I don't want to embarrass you. But the point is, I'm not embarrassed. Well, good. I like Yet, my job very much. I'm going to keep things that way by not telling you because you would be. Mm-hmm. When you learned. Right. Mm-hmm. So what did Charles say that he had sent us? We have an episode of The Diner. Right. Which uh, which has a, a punny name. Jam yes, but session. we have something far J- more jam important. Session. J- jam All right, fine. I'm not going to tell you. Then, ah, fine. I'm, it's a I jam that. session. It sounds like jam session. But, it but was it's a session about jam. Jam. Oh, how cute. Mm-hmm. Very yes, cute, yes, you guys. Yes, yes, yes. And um, we have The Search for Frank, another episode of The Search for Frank, in yes. which Frank goes to Mongolia. And I'm sure we have a This Day in History and Where Are They Now in History from. We have two, yes. Okay, great. So what order do you think we should go in? Well, I want to hear this jam session. Okay, so typically that, that follows the typical structure. So mm-hmm. we would do the diner and then Rory's stuff, and then we would end up with a Slam Jackson. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the way so I organize it. things, of okay. course. And, uh... You know, all this talking is going kind of over, though, so I don't know if we'll have time for, you know, the history stuff. We're going to we'll have plenty see. of time for them. We'll see. They, we'll they, are, just, they are the only we'll see. It's flexible. Fixed, they are the only thing that's on every you know, episode of this podcast. Um, the only thing. It, it, we'll, we'll see if it makes it. Yeah. The only solitary thing that's been on every episode of this podcast the entire time it's been in existence. Even when I was in prison, which I wish I hadn't mentioned, I am, but when it, I was. more about that, Rory. When I was in prison, it still continued. Dear everyone who gives Rory lots of money. He was in prison. This is, it's a, it's a matter of public record, all right? But the point is... That's why I'm bringing it up. Well, I brought it up, but I shouldn't have. The point is, no, look, my historical research has been on every episode of the show, ever. Okay. So we're not going to stop... So the way we always do things is the way we should keep doing things. All right, yes. For now, we might want to change things up, you know. 
No. Take Sarah it in a bold no. direction. New. No. All right. So um, coming up for you now is an episode of The Diner, possibly some extra history, Definitely. and then an episode of Slam Jackson, The Search for Frank. Enjoy. The Diner, created by Angela Timon. Written by Charles Berman, Daniel Schwartz, and Angela Timon. Episode 6, Jan Session. Before she was beaten to death by a deranged mob in Norway, Ruth was pretty hard to deal with. After that, it got a lot easier. But Matt had hired her to help us improve the business, so of course the first thing she did was measure our skulls. How are people going to know you work in food service if you don't have chef hats? How are you going to wear chef hats if we don't know how big your heads are? Diner closed today for skull measuring. Then there was the spiritual retreat. Each of your chef hats will be color-coded to match your aura. We will all be taking peyote until we have determined the color of your auras. Diner closed today for peyote. And then she insisted we change our hours. Hours will now be 62 minutes long. This will make up for the time we've spent closed. Diner closed today for hour adjustments. Meanwhile, we were still down an employee for some reason. I am a six-star French chef who has written a baker's dozen worth of cookbooks and invented three desserts. I am willing to work for minimum wage. I also clean toilets as a hobby. Oh, you're from France, the home of the French, and the croissant, which is flaky. You are a flake. Get out! That isn't even the same meaning of the word flake. How would you know? You don't speak English. Me, oui. I am le sad. This is what it sounds like when a six-star French chef cries. Le boo Le boo le hoo. Next! I have defeated all American and Japanese iron chef, a Chinese checker, and cooking. All of them? Even the ones from the future? I will have. They have been aborted by me. I'm pro-life. Damn it! Another job lost to politics. Next! I'm Julia Child. Zombie! <laughs> <laughs> Business sure has slowed down since that Julia Child impersonator convention. A shame. A lot of hot old ladies. Shit. Yeah, I gotta take this. Oh, uh, t- tell Melissa I said hi. To get to the other side, of course. Get it? It's a joke that is funny because they weren't there yet on the other side. Matthew, you kill me. Of course not. You're not a redhead, or named Julia Child, or a zombie, in my diner. What's so funny? Oh, then, you had to be there, and you weren't. If you love Ruth so much, why don't you marry her? I already have. (laughs) By the way, I never thanked you for hiring me after the messy divorce. Think nothing of it. I never thanked you for divorcing me so messily. Uh, Sometimes I wonder the fornicating I'm getting is worth the fornicating I'm getting. I don't know what that means. I will ignore it. Michael, you have spent 4.8 seconds making up words to patronize Matthew when you could have been doing any number of useful things to Matthew patrons. Yeah, uh, so? So? Go! Alphabetize the napkins! Go!
The pressure is mounting. Ah, Jan, I am genuinely pleased to see you. Ah, um, Maddie. Oh, that Jan. I am artificially pleased to see you. Thanks. So, but Jan, I see you've met Jan, but worse. She's been helping me at the diner, or trying to, like you're about to, but better than her. She's bad. And right here. Unfortunately, yes. So, passe, Jan. Show this season's Jan the ropes, and then after she's mastered the knots, show her how we operate around here, or at least try. Ruth and I are going to go scrutinize Mike and see if he breaks under the pressure. Oh, Matthew, you are so something. I am, aren't I? So, I'm Jen. I thought you were Jan. I'm not. It's a long story. Best not to get into it now. That's good. Long stories make me sleepy anyway. Okay. So, here are the ropes. Don't pull the blue one. Obviously. Why would I pull the blue rope? I don't know. Now, how good are you at making a square knot? I don't know. I'm usually not on this end of the rope. What do you mean? We use rope at my other job, too. I'm not even going to ask. Good. Context makes me sleepy. (laughs) You're in the right place. Oh, good. Okay, let's get you trained. Okay, what's first? Well, that's about as far as I got before they put me to work. Wow, I've come so far already. That's what she said. 0.7 seconds wasted in useless innuendo. Also, isn't that what he would have said? Um, she was the one who said it. Don't bother me with facts, lesser of two Jans. Business consultant, is it productive when he calls me lesser of two Jans? Of course. Could you imagine how much time it would waste if he listed all the different ways you were lesser each time he referred to you? Who has that kind of time? I don't. Gotta finish appetizing these napkins. Almost done with N. I think you mean E for N for napkins. Can't you spell? Don't judge me. Too late. Guilty. He hangs at dawn. I had so much to live for. Jan. Me? Yes and no, respectively. Build a gallows for Mike. Matt, with all due respect, if we hanged Mike, who would alphabetize the napkins under E for N for napkins? We'd have to hire a whole nother Jan. Gah! The surfeit of Jans. Mike, I commute your sentence to hard labor. And that is what he said. In that episode of The Diner, created by Angela Tymon, old Jen was Julia Adams, Jen was Angela Tymon, Ruth was Lisa Paquette, Matt was Daniel Schwartz, French Chef was Bailiff Quimby, Iron Chef was Wendy Casey, Julia Child was Julia Child, Mike was Jordan Randall, and Jan was Sarah Diaz. Hello, this is Rory Sinjin on WHRW Binghamton's This Day in History. On June 20th, 1900, in response to widespread foreign encroachment upon China's national affairs, Chinese nationalists launched the so-called Boxer Rebellion in Peking. Calling themselves the Righteous and Harmonious Fists, the nationalists occupied Peking and killed several Westerners. Who do these foreigners think they are, burning all our CDs and claiming that our written works are their own? I don't know. Who do they think they are? And who are we exactly? Righteous and Harmonious Fists. Yeah, sure, that sounds like a great name. They'll probably steal that, too. Let's go shoot them. Good idea. Hey, foreigners! Bang! Ow! Ow! You shot me! What you gotta do about that, huh? Gonna steal that from us? Because you're taking our things. You took our name and our CDs and our opium. Well, it's not like you own a copyright on it, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Under Chinese law in 1900 that you can copyright opium. Wait. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's all documented in the Forbidden City, but you would know about that because you're too busy stealing from us, right, Mr. Foreign Man? Exactly. Oh, crap! Bang! Ow!
thud. Wow. Our righteous and harmonious fists use guns really well. Well, yes. I think boxers is a term they invented. It just goes to show that uh, violating other people's copyrights is pretty rotten. You never know when they will kill you or sue you or throw you in prison for doing just that. Make sure you don't violate anyone else's copyrights, and hopefully no one will do that to you. This is This Day in History on WHRW Binghamton. And I have a for example in this case. My name's Roy Sinjin, and this is Where Are They Now in History on Casting Wax. And what you don't know about is that just after that box of rebellion, the French said, Oh, that was a very interesting rebellion. Let's recreate it word for word, shot for shot, scene for scene, because the French are foolish. So they did the exact same thing that you heard. Imagine that exact same thing, but only in French and with a, you know, snarky accent and, you know, escargot and things like that. Well, obviously, things went well, except for the fact that they were fighting for copyright enforcement by stealing someone's copyright for their rebellion. So shortly thereafter, the Chinese came to France and said, Excuse me, I seem to have noticed that you have stolen our copyright rebellion. And the French said, yes, but you know, that is what we do. We steal things because we are jerks and we do not do things properly. And the Chinese said, well, then you know what we're going to do? We will shoot you, bang, 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 shot them all dead, and the French were all dead. The rest of the world was so overjoyed that they all said, you know what? Respecting copyright is a good idea, and because you've done us the service of killing the French, we will honor your copyright from now on. So, thank you, China. Thank you, harmonious fists and all that. Uh, and thank you, copyright protection. Do not steal other people's copyright like a Frenchman. My name is Roy Sinjin and this is Where Are They Now in History on Cast and Wax. Hello and welcome to This Day in History on WHRW Binghamton. My name is Rory Sinjin. On June 27, 1844, Joseph Smith, the founder and leader of the Mormon religion, is murdered along with his brother Hiram when an anti-Mormon mob breaks into the jail where they are being held in Carthage, Illinois. Let's listen. Please let me out. I'm the prophet. I need better accommodations. I have found the third book of the Bible. I should at least have a bed or a Close place to... Close that potty mouth now! No! Close I, it! I need books to read, a place Based to brush my, my teeth! Based on my ancient warrior heritage of Carthage, I slay thee. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, again. Someone make him stop. Ah, uh, this room smells! There's nothing but filth that comes out of that rancid mouth. Well, we, I should we have only had... sort of have him on the floor without a bed or toothbrush or you're right, we should soap. get a fire hose. Turn on the fire hose. Spray him in the mouth with it. Keep the water coming. Okay, he's, he's blowing up a little bit. Let's pop him. Ew. That. that oh, now the rancid gross. mouth stains all over the place. Uh, along with his internal uh, organs. Uh, uh, he should have just brushed his teeth. Yeah, he should have just brushed his teeth. Well, we, we should have given him a toothbrush. Yeah, I guess prisoners, prisoners may now have um, toothbrushes and, and, and mouthwash. And, and regular Wash. dental yeah. visits. They can get cleanings, too. All right, I didn't say you could talk, though. I'm not, I'm not so angry anymore. Me neither. And in fact, they were correct. Oral hygiene is important, not just because it uh, stops you from being killed in prison, but also because it makes you have better breath and it will help your teeth last an awful lot longer in your lifetime. This is This Day in History on WHRW, Binghamton. Oh, you know who has terrible oral hygiene? My name is Rory Sinjin, and this is Where Are They Now in History on Cast and Wax. And a lot of people say the British have terrible oral hygiene. Let me tell you, the French, they're the worst. Every possible smell you can imagine is coming from them at all times, from their mouths, from their armpits, from their, you know, filthy crotches everywhere, their feet, their sweaty, porous, yucky bodies. You know, it's just disgusting. They're really disgusting people. Why? Why is this? Someone should go after them with toothbrushes, but not stop at their teeth, you know, just go their whole bodies, you know, just continue with the brush all over their whole cells. If they were smelling like mint all the time, that would probably be better, because they really are hideous. I just cannot stop. 
time am I seriously can't. You know, just being in a town full of French people is just makes you want to puke. It really does. And puking is not good for your oral hygiene either. So, you know, it does make my oral hygiene worse being around French people because the vomit is eroding my teeth as I continuously vomit into a container of some sort, hopefully, if I have time. Otherwise, into the faces of French people, it won't make much of a difference. They already are hideous and smelly. So, the point is this. Make sure when you go to France to bring a toothbrush so that you can brush your teeth every time after you vomit. Try to, you know, keep your oral hygiene good even though you're around French people. My name is Roy Singen and this is Where Are They Now in History on Cast and Wax. Slam Jackson. Adventurist! The Search for Frank, Episode 3, Just Deserts, written by C. Henry Berman, Pete C. Bowers, and Daniel and Angela Schwartz. Our tale begins, insufferable listeners, with Slam Jackson, that private investigator and famed world-traveling adventurist. Water. In close proximity to... Nothing! Absolutely nothing! 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 Seriously, it would only be more boring if a rendition of La Traviata were being performed. The vast, expansive nothing of the Gobi Desert. Echo! 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 Must. Find. Shelter. No time, good buddy! That tip we received anonymously from Hank Fallon indicates we should go this way! Or maybe that way! Let's face it, all the ways look the same! Must. Kill. Hank Fallon. As our murderous marauder of morality mellifluously mumbles across the desert floor, Like a bitch! I spy two sets of footprints leading in that direction! Almost certainly a clue! Like they were made for us! They're even the same size! Oh look, footprints. They are the bread and butter of an investigator. They indicate to me that you are an idle, idiotic idolater of idiocy. Are you mocking me? Oh, you can tell? Maybe you should be the private investigator and I should be somewhere air-conditioned. Hey look, buddy! Even better! An ice cream camel! Oh great, we're hallucinating. What are you talking about, you big jerk? It's an ice cream camel! Plain as the beautiful nose on Slam Jackson's beautiful face! Not that I notice these things. I mean, I'm not coming on to you or anything. Hello, weary travelers. Partaking some of our pleasing and plentiful parfaits. I like this guy. You would. He's a mirage. No, I'm not. I'm right here. That's a very hurtful statement. How do I know you're not a mirage? That's just what a mirage would say. Okay, that's a fine by me, yeah? You don't have to have any of my famous delicious ice cream. There are plenty customers in this barren wasteland. Wait! I must have a Choco Taco! And I'll just have a vanilla. Perhaps you can help us. You see, we're traveling here to... Wait, why did Hank Fallon send us to Inner Mongolia? Hank Fallon? He's a legend around here. All three people I know know him. He is the world's second greatest collector of Frank Allen home tapes. Second greatest? Why would anyone want to be on that list at all? Bite your tongue. 
Yes, I, Giermo, the Italian immigrant ice cream camel driver in Mongolia. Yes, I'm the only one. Of all of these things, I'm the fourth greatest collector of Frank Allen home tapes after BR. I, too, am a big Frank Allen fan. I used to watch his show, Frank Allen Investigative Variety Show. Yay! I used to like him until I was on the show and he covered a murder I didn't do. So now I must collect all of his tapes and destroy them to prove my innocence. Doesn't that seem suspicious? Not as suspicious as him accusing me. I bet he did it. Well, I am a private investigator tracking him. Help me find this BR guy, and I'll see what I can do to clear your name. Oh, he's right there, about uh, 600 miles. Second dune to the left, and straight on till morning. There's no way we're going 600 miles to find this guy. Moments later, we come face-to-face with Slam Jackson's greatest and most acquisitive archenemy, the only cluttered guy in the vast Gobi Desert, the Mongol Hoarder! Ah, it is you, Slam Jackson, in my extremely crowded tent. How did you... Narrative license! But how did you... But we were just... Silence! Enjoy a mint, Julep. If you can find it, under my collection of Carrier's magazines from 1933, if you can find that! Yes, we're terribly thirsty, but we're here to find Frank Allen. Frank Allen? I love that guy. Have you ever seen his show? Frank Allen, Investigativa, Variety Show, yeah! You know I have the world's greatest collection of Frank Allen home tapes. You're welcome to listen to them. If you can find them! (laughs) I think I left them by my assortment of Star Wars cups. If you can find those! Whoa! Dick move! You are clearly insane. I think somewhere around here I have some marbles. If you can find them! (laughs) You mean these here? Why, yes! I renounce my vendetta, but not my collection. What can I do for you? We're looking for Frank Allen. In the middle of the Gobi Desert? Why? We heard his home tapes have been sourced here. Yes, I am a Mongol hoarder. I hoard them. Do I need to draw you a map? Yes, please. We have no idea where we are. Certainly, my maps are with my other maps, under my collection of colored seaside postcards of the French Riviera with glitter detailing from 1917. If you can find them! That's racist! Just like my collection of minstrel show memorabilia, located next to my keys. If you can find them! No, really, I've been stranded here for weeks. Help me find my keys and I will state your hunger for information for Frank Allen. We can listen to these Frank Allen home tapes while we search for my keys. If you can find them! Aw, do we have to? Do we have to? How racist is that memorabilia? Will I ever get my Choco Taco? Are those enough questions for you guys? Strap yourselves in and hold on to your loved ones and tune in next time for the next episode of Slam Jackson! The search for Frank! If we can find him! In that episode of Slam Jackson, The Search for Frank Allen, Slam was Jack Coonrad, the narrator was Mickey Weishner, the ice cream camel driver was Bailiff Quimby, and BR was Greg D'Angelo. Thank you, Rory. You're welcome. As you heard, uh, that was the episodes for the show. Um, You heard in there my extra history part of the show, with only a slight bias against... France. Um, I was just there, as you know, uh, and I despise it there. Uh, what if someone French listens to this? Then and they know never what it's like. 
never l- invites you back. France itself did not invite me to the the. No, but if it gets around that you are such a, a you know, bigot against France. France knows what it's like. All right, France is not getting any news from me. So what you're saying is, since France already knows it sucks, yes, it doesn't matter how much you indicate that you think France sucks. Right, it's logical. France knows what it's like. It doesn't need me to tell it. I'm going to tell everyone else because they might not know. But France is quite knowledgeable. Skeevy, what do you think about France? Um, well, uh, I think it's. I don't, do you know, I don't know what know France, what France is? is? No. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think so. France is a country. It's very far away, and it's it's a different place. Okay. Like how you live in this apartment? Yeah, that's where I live. It's a it's a different apartment. I was in a different apartment. Skip, it's so far you'd have to run. I've done it. You'd, you'd have to run a lot, and you'd have to swim in the water. Why? Because it's, there's no land. I won't do it. That's fine. You don't have to. If there's no land, you would drown. We could put you in an airplane like we did that one time when you were very, very little. Remember when you met my parents? No. And you were very little, and you rode a plane, and you screamed bloody Uh, murder. I think because your ears popped. Well, listen. If there's no land in France, then you can't live there. No, no. There is land in France, but there's no land between here and France. I think it's way funnier to let him think that there's no land in France. <laughs> Scape, you're right. You're right, and you don't have to live there. Good fun. It's sort of like the North Pole. Where I mean, is... Santa lives there, right? But there's no land. Have you looked Where at the map? Where is right? There's no... France sucks if there's no land. Well, I guess Scape's not getting invited over to France anytime soon because either. Because you get out wet. Well, there's no... There isn't water either. There's no water or land. Land. <laughs> then it doesn't there exist. Is. There's a little water. There's rivers. There's land. There's land in France. Don't listen to Linny. Uh. Okay, look. Is there land in France? Yes. Okay, then I can run there. No, because between the lands, it's water. Then I would jump. All right, that works. Okay. I like it. You're a very good jumper. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't want to go to France. It's not. It's terrible. It's a terrible place. It's fine. Did, well. did, you, did you happen to mention this in your keynote address? Dear Frenchman, it, it, your again, country blows. It was not a French. Now, in another convention. world, there is there is a world where France was there is blown off the map, and it is a far superior world without all of you Frenchies. Well, there's a world where France is good, but it's not anything like it is now. So what is it like? It's well, it's full of British people. That's ridiculous. And what's Britain? Another place full of British people. Is this a world where everywhere is full of British British people? people. Just Britain and France. Oh. I bet the food sucks. Yeah, true. God. True. We bring in... We have more Indian food. Listen, listen, (laughs) it's it's not a problem. The point is, France is terrible. It wasn't a convention of French people. It was in France. There must have been French people. There were some French people there, but it was a world convention. So there were extra historians from all countries that have extra history. But that's quite a few. It's quite a few countries, and we were all getting together. So there was Americans there, there were there were there were Brits there, there were Scots there, there were you know Irish people, there were Indians, there were Japanese, there were all you know all types. Did you guys dress up? I'm sorry. Did you dress up? Did we dress up? Native yes. dress. Native dress. No, I'm just asking if you dressed up at oh, all in any no. manner. I wore clothes, yes, nice clothes, like I'm wearing now. 
black tie? Were you wearing black tie at all, or just exactly what you're wearing now? Because you've not literally you've got a, like, same a suit clothes. Spa- stain right over there. No, and- I wasn't literally wearing these clothes. I'm just I'm I'm getting at something. It's like a world convention with representatives. Let's not even say representatives. A, a big meeting of people from a lot of countries around the world, all yes. dressed up, making stuff up, and telling stories. Yeah. What does this sound like to you? It I, sounds a little like, like Comic-Con the United Nations. To me. Yeah, no, yeah. not like the United Nations. They don't sit around and tell BS stories. Well, the United that's Nations. your opinion. You know, it's sort of like in my opinion, the United Nations. It sounds like a party or a Comic-Con. It seems like they just get together yeah. and talk about little fanciful dreams. Like, uh, you know, no. convention, everyone goes in like superhero costumes. No, no, nobody was so wearing like a superhero costume. Or... Okay, you know what nobody... it sounds like to me. And no. actually, that we haven't we haven't talked about anything else that's going on in the world. So I want to take a, a second. And give a shout out to our home state of New York. Woo! Who legalized gay marriage. Yeah, go New All York! Right. Yes, yeah, um, these things happen. It sounds a little like Pride to me. The Pride Parade was no, yesterday. No, it doesn't, yeah. it's nothing like that. Wait, but the Pride Parade doesn't go around making up stories. Okay, now listen. Here's what I'll say. Change in the world. Here's what I will say. We do change the world. No, you, you lie. I am proud to be an extra historian. That's good. Yeah. That, good on you. Yeah. So I do have Pride. Okay. Right. I don't know okay. where homosexuals get an exclusive right to pride. They don't. All right, good. We're just better at it. Who's we? Us queer folk. All right, what are you trying to say? Nothing, move on. Nothing, continue. I miss Jordan very much. This is what I'm saying. I have... And Lynn isn't over every night, come on. All right, I have an important job, all right? I gave a keynote address. Yes, it was in France. I got over it. I'm getting over it. You sound like it. I'm getting over it. It's been a week since I've been there, a little bit less. I think Rory. we need to have, like, a French food-a-thon. No. No, Rory. their food is not... I don't know why everyone goes on about their food. It's... It's great. No, it's not that good. It has flavor. Yes. I know that offends your British taste buds. <sighs> but... I, I, I'm just... All I'm saying is, I don't think it's necessary to go on about French cuisine. Now, where were we? Frank. The you search were, for Frank, you yes. You were getting over France. The search France. for Frank Allen. The search for Frank, which is also... Not Very French. successful. All right. Fine. They they were in Mongolia. Yes, finding Frank. A third country that he's traveled to. Aren't you glad you're paying him? No, I'm not glad I'm paying him, but I care about my friend Jordan. Mm -hmm. Who Who you should be looking for! He specifically guilted me into doing this. Until he himself was kidnapped. No, I'm still feeling the guilt. (laughs) But you're not doing anything about the fact that he was kidnapped. Well, I'm worrying about it. I mean, oh, good for you. Well, what are you doing? That's well, you helpful. Know, he's very busy looking into universes where Jordan wasn't kidnapped. So. Uh, no, I'm not. That's helpful. Because, well, it's not that helpful. Why are you not? Because why are why? you not using your job to help us? Because you have to, you have to, you know, pay me for that. I don't have to pay you for that. You're kind if, of a dick, you know. No, that? I'm not. Look, that's my job. I'm not going to do my job for free. Do do a podcast reading. You offer those for free all the time. Fine. What do Rory. you want? What do you want to know? I want to know about a world where. Uh, no, no, no. That's not. You don't. They don't get to ask about a world. You tell me what your problem is. My problem is my best friend Jordan is missing, and we cannot seem to find him. And. Uh, and. Someone we know with the resources to help us is not helping us. Right. Well, there is a world where that person does help you, and the kidnappers decide that the investigator's getting too close and he kills Jordan on the spot. You're a giant No, I'm not. I'm telling you about another world. So, this world is better because he's still alive. I bet you there's also a world... Yes? ...where our friend uses his resources to find Jordan, gets there just in time, helps pull him out, and brings him home. And then the kidnappers, out of revenge, kidnap you. That's a second world. No, that's the same world. (sighs) Just because you... 
get sometimes paid for this doesn't mean we can't also do it. I'm a professional. Yeah, I think we're getting really I, good at this. No, you're not. I'm a professional. There's a world where you and I just do the podcast, and it's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, that's not this world. There's a world where for half of what Rory is charging, we can do his job. Yes, but mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. unlicensed, so that's illegal. Well, there's a world where you don't need licenses to yeah. get That's yeah. not this world. Look, um, <laughs> once upon a time, Jordan pointed out, or perhaps it was Frank, I don't remember who it was, that, you know... There are rules to what can make a universe and what couldn't. Because you can't just say anything. And I, you know, at the time I argued with them. And perhaps, you know, they were not fully understanding what they were saying. But to some extent they're right in that you do need to be a trained professional in order to discover these other worlds. Uh You can't just make things up. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to have training. I've had years of training. In making things up? No, in extra history. Which is discovering more other than worlds history. Via it's, making things it's up. Right, history right. and then some. Look, speaking of making things up, I, we should acknowledge really quick the awesome episode of the diner that we yeah, listened to. Yeah, that was that um, was very interesting, mind bendy, and right. uh, and scape. You know, I, wait, I don't know if I wish I had sixty-two wait, minute hours. Why are you cutting us off? We were talking about Frank Allen. He, he he's been investigating. And what else is happening? What else do you want to say about that? Well, you know, f- f- keep finding him, Slam. Good job, good job, Slam. Right. Way to go. Yep. Um, I mean, he's he's our friend, sort of. Sort of. He's not really my friend. Yeah, he he kind of wants to put you away in jail. And it sounds like he's doing fine. He's no, got. He, he listen, knows. so far he has a show that we didn't know about. That's right, and he seems to be a big hit in Mongolia. He has a a guerrilla army. Well, yes. He's doing fine. Yeah. He ran away. He doesn't want to be here. He ran away. He's yes, doing really Why did he really run away? Things. He didn't say anything to us. We don't understand. It's very confusing. Because we are jerks to him all the time. Why would he say anything? I'm not a jerk to him all the time. You're a jerk to him plenty. Well, but I was letting him live in my home. And berating him about it. He was walking around in his underwear. Sure. I think that's terrible. Why would you let him do it? Because Jordan kilted me into it. You're a p- No. I demand that you stop saying that. You are a really big f***ing, Rory. Jordan no. guilts oh, you into to, everything. Why don't you think for yourself? He's a friend of mine. He is a friend of mine. He could be the fusion of a p***y and a dick. He's like, he's a hermaphrodite. All right. No, no, no. He is the you act know, I'm not even going to t- you. I'm not even going to t- you about the thing that I know that you don't know. And not doing anything. Fine. Wow. So he's a really lame f- Yes. No, you guys, you know, you... No, that's it. We're good, Rory. Yep. You don't, I guess you don't that's want it. to know then. All right. No, I don't. I won't tell you then. I, I wanted to see if we had time because I, I... At the beginning of the episode, Charles asked uh, Scapey to write another episode of Slim Jackson, which was really cool. I had actually... I was going to write in, but um, knew that I was going to be here to ask in person. Um, I really wanted to hear Scape write an episode of Nathan Van Etten. Purr. And I'm I'm thinking like sixty seconds, Scape, because we really are yes. running over time. But sure, can you do it, please? That's far more. You have sixty seconds. Go finding out where Jordan is. Yes, Scapey, what? Nathan Van Etten, go. Okay. Lessons uh, from the life of Nathan Van Etten. Once upon a time, Nathan Van Etten was like walking around. Hey, guys, how life of Van Etten? Hi, 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 Nathan, don't you think you should be nice to everybody? What are you talking about? I'm nice to everybody. Walk, walk, walk. Oh, Nathan, you're not. See, there's Scapey over there. Are you nice to him? Yeah, well, it's nice to... Hey, Scapey, do you want a nice food? Well, yes, Nathan Van Etten, I do. Do you have any? Nope. 
Oh, Nathan, you're not very nice to anybody. Ten seconds. That's a voice in my head saying, so goodbye. I know the lesson today. Give voice food to Scapey. The end. Yay! Thank you, Scapey. That was very good. That was a, a, a great use of our time on this podcast. Oh, because you always use the podcast time so well. well. I was going, I've been trying for most of this podcast to get to... The, the other, the new letter we got from, you know, the kidnappers of Jordan, but... What? Apparently, well, I keep trying to bring it up, but everyone keeps... No, you haven't! I've tried a few times. Not at all! Yes, at all. A few when? times. Well, when you were talking about other things, and I was like, well, how about... The, and then you... Go right over me. Skippy. Yes? I think we have a theme song to sing. Are you ready? Uh, One, two, three, go! It's Overwatch, Overwatch, we're watching Frank and No, 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 Skippy. I was doing this theme song! Oh, again. Right, again, okay? What are you doing? One, two, three, go! It's all watch, all watch, we're watching Nice. No, that's not how it goes. Oh, it does today. I helped write that song. Rory. I did. You have, you've been withholding information from us this whole time. No, I was trying. If you listen to this podcast... You will hear that I tried to get important information. For like information the last 30 seconds. No, and earlier, before You the, have been hoisted on your own baton even with before, this song. Even now, before I want to hear this letter. Even before the shows. Stop making noise. Play the letter. All right, I'll play the letter. Uh, listen, this is a, this is a big and bruisers guy. I'm not going to say my name because I've, I've heard that if you say your name in an ostrich tape, you're doing a crap job at that. Uh, I've got an important message for you guys. Uh, if you liked having Jordan D. White, this is really important. You might want to consider taking him back because uh, he's gone kind of annoying and wearing over here. We're kind of through with him. Uh, so if you guys were at, at any... Hey, what, hey, what, what's going on in here? What, oh, what hey, you, hey, Jordan. What are you doing? I'm, I'm just talking into this microphone. That's all. What are you talking? I, I was just... I was making breakfast for us. Oh, thanks. You, that's that's great. I mean, you're welcome. I, I'm happy to do it. But I great. What are you? It looks like you're recording something without me. Yeah, it's a, it's an ostrich tape. Well, I, I mean, I got to admit, that really kind of bums me out that you would record something without me. Ow! 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 Thanks. I feel a lot better now. I feel really yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. That's how the happiness machine works. Yeah, this is wonderful. So, um. Okay, cool. Uh, so we're recording a tape now. That's great. Hey, uh, hey everybody. Uh, it's Jordan. I'm really happy here. This is wonderful. Whenever I get a little blue, uh, there's a gentleman here. He's got a little, uh, what, what is this? It's like a little stick. What is it called? A, a nightstick. Yeah, nightstick. He's got a little nightstick and he, he, you know, beats me with it and I feel better. It's great. It's, this is a wonderful machine. Yeah, thanks for the confidence in the invention. So, yeah. The only thing about the machine that makes me sad at all is that not everyone has it. Ow! <clears throat> You know, but that's okay. Like, I, I can accept where I am, and I feel good about it. I feel really nice about it. So as you can see, the happiness machine is a runaway success. It no, I would never run away, because I, I feel great here. Like, I, no matter if I feel sadness in the slightest, I just, I get hit, and then my body says, you don't want to get hit. It hurts. So don't feel sadness anymore like that and i don't feel sad like i barely ever am sad at all yeah so it's it's a great invention if you're a, an ostrich taker you'll make your ostrich really happy with this machine it might even work better than you expected or hoped uh or even dream of so here we are with this ostrich a really jolly ostrich we really made him pay didn't we you sound like you're upset about the fact that i'm happy well 
a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Cause you should try this machine, seriously. Because it will totally make you feel better. That's alright. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with where I am. You're re- but you just said you were upset. Yeah, I, that's a relativistic kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm fine the way I am without the happiness machine. Uh, I mean, if you just think about it in terms of manpower, for every happiness machine person, you, every person you have on the happiness machine needs somebody else. You could do reciprocal happiness machine. Yeah, you know what? I, you and him could uh, just beat each other when they, each other are sad. Yeah, but it's really this whole thing I think is better for people you don't like and you want to see get hit a lot. Uh, but, I, you know, I got to tell you, it makes me a little sad that you don't get to experience... Ow! <laughs> I mean, I again, I'm happy for myself. I feel really great about it. But on behalf of you... Ow! What, what do you want to happen? People just, like, run around and when unsolicited, when people look unhappy, you, people just hit each other? Well, like not, that? I, I can't take credit. It's your idea. Well, yeah, it's the happiness machine is my idea. So you would just, if someone was unhappy, you would just hit them. Well, I'm not part of the machine. I'm, the, I'm a user. Yeah, but you were saying the reciprocal happiness machine. Oh, would right. you just start hitting people if they was unhappy? No, no. I mean, everybody's assigned different people, right? So. Yeah, well, if, if you start assigning people, yeah. I was just, you know, worried that people might start hitting me for no good reason if the machine started getting out of hand. I always... In my experience, he only hits me when I'm unhappy. Not for no reason. All right, listen. Yeah? We've had it with you here. What do you, what do you mean? You're a complete waste of time. What? We could be administering ironic vigilante justice all over the place, and here you are sitting back in the lap of luxury enjoying our justice. I just made you breakfast. Yeah, and I'm not grateful at all. Well, that really upsets me. I said... I said that really upsets me I, to be unappreciated. Well, looks like our services are at an end. Wait, no, I, I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy. Well, that sucks for you then, don't it? That, this is not fair. I could hit myself. Whoever said hostage takers were fair? Well, you set up a system, and I was relying on that system. Whoever said hostage takers had reliable systems that you could rely on? Well, I'll tell you, I'm quite upset at the prospect of you being a liar. And I, I, I'm, well, I'm still upset. Come on! Oops, well, it looks like you're just gonna have to remain upset. Ah, oh, come on! Okay, look, well, uh, you're a jerk. Yeah. Hey, I made a morality machine and I lied about it. Yeah, you jerk. Doesn't it make you want to hit me? Yeah, but I'm not gonna, because that'll make you even more unhappy. Oh, come on! I did it just to mess with your head. Okay. all right. You made a morality machine. You just want me to hit you. Mm. Ah, you have to be an asshole to sit here trying to make me hit you. Ow! Oh, oh thank crap. you. Ah. Oh, thank you. Ah. I feel a lot better now. Yeah, I'll bet well, you are. Let's get back to the way things were. Okay, this is good. I made French toast. You want to go eat? I, well, yes, I'm very hungry. All right, let's go. I, uh, oh, all right. That's, yeah. But after we eat, then you have to leave. Aw. Because... I'm sick of you lying around and taking up my valuable time by getting it. So I'm going to have to find somebody else to hit me? Why don't you get Rory Sinjin to hit you? Because he's a wuss and it won't hurt. Why don't you get your cat to bite you? I guess. Or scratch you? This is really... I'm depressed, so I'm going to go eat French toast. I'll talk Hold to on, you. I want French toast. I'll too. talk to you in a minute. Leave me alone. After we eat the French toast, you are leaving. Whatever. You say so. This is even more annoying than when he was happy all the time. All right, 
this has been the hostage note. This is the last hostage note because this is the last time we're having the hostage. He's evicted after this note. We, this is eviction notice for the hostage. If he doesn't leave, then I'm calling the cops on him and telling him there's this guy in my house that refuses to leave. And then if he says, I'm an hostage, I'll say, no, what are you talking about? He's really free to go anywhere he likes. And then what if he says, look at this happiness machine? I'll say, there's no machine because it was really just a guy within him. So I've got a foolproof plan, but first I'm going to have some French toast. This is the Bingham and Bruisers signing off. Foolproof plan number two, in action. See, I told you he's fine. Oh, great. Now he's going to expect some weird kinky S&M stuff when he gets home. No, well, he didn't say nice things about me. And so you were blaming me for not finding him. He was fine. He's happy. He's been brainwashed into thinking that when he gets hit, it makes him happy. Well, it does make him happy. He was sounded very happy to me until they stopped hitting him. Oh, he's been, he's been psychologically damaged. My God, we're going to have to get him in therapy. He's going to try to get me to hit him all the time. I'm going to have to hit him more often. All I'm saying is, you were giving me uh, a hard time for not looking for him. Yes! He didn't want to be looked for. He was fine. What? No! Now they're sending him we home on his own. We were supposed to look for him before his brain got damaged from all the hitting. Well, I don't know. You have failed. Epic fail, Rory. You are no, epic fail. It doesn't matter. He's coming back. Everything worked well, out fine. How is he coming back? They're going to send him back. They're not sending him back. They're kicking him out. That's well, different. Well, he'll find his way we back. He knows where he, he is. He might not try to come back. He might try to stay with them. He he has a brain. He's it's been damaged. They'll call the police then. And they'll, the police will bring him home. You better get him home, Rory. He'll be get fine. Get him home. He will be fine. He isn't fine. He get is already fine. I'll construct my own happiness machine for you. That's actually pretty easy. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Try, ask no. him. You, right. I'm already happy, so it's fine. Okay, no, I'm yeah. ju- I just made a happiness machine. It's pretty good. Well, it's fine because I'm happy, so it's not a problem. Are you? Are you really? Yes, happy? Yes, I'm very happy. Are you happy? Perfectly though? happy. Rory. Yes. Are you happy we joined you on the podcast today? Yes. Are you really? Yes. Why are you happy about that? Why? Yes. To spread joy. We spread joy. Yes. Really. I'm spreading joy to you as well. Uh, not really. It's reciprocal no, joy. No. No, but you're happy about it. Yes. Yes. And you think we spread joy to the masses? Whether or not I think that, I'm still happy. But okay, that's so an in-between statement. Are... I think he gets half a punch. No, no. The, ow, that's it's it's I, he's right. It's not so bad. Oh, you like it? No. Yeah. I mean, yes. Ow, that's not what I meant. What did you mean? This is not a machine. This is a person, and it's you. That's what was happening to Jordan. Well, he liked it, and I don't. He you're didn't not, like it. You don't like it. You're not happy. I am happy when you're ah. I'm happy when you're not hitting me. Mm. So the less you hit me, the happier I am. I don't think that's actually true. Yeah. But I'll tell besides, you. it's not about... Why would you think that's not true? Besides, all it is is that when you're unhappy, it hits you. So um, we so, don't really care that you're more happy when not getting hit. We just care that if you're not happy, then we will hit you. And no, I think there I'm are other things not getting hit, so that I'm make happy. you unhappy. Yeah. So, uh... Look, the point is, if we hit you in the head enough, you would like it. And you would say you'd like it. But you wouldn't. you would have been brain damaged or brainwashed. I didn't see what this has to do with anything. But either way, you're just pleased as punch that we're on on the podcast, and you want us co-hosting with you more often. I never said that. You would? Are you unhappy at the concept that we would co-host with you more often? Is that something that's likely to happen? Maybe. But Jordan's going to be back, so you there's no need for you. Well, that's not what I asked. I asked, would that concept make you unhappy? I didn't answer that question. I said Jordan's that coming back. That sounds unhappy to me. It doesn't, it's not unhappy. Ow, why? No, it doesn't mean I'm unhappy. It means Jordan's coming back. I am perfectly happy that Jordan will be back, 
hosting the podcast as is right and proper in the world. Rory, it's not about a need, though. I mean, he has me on here occasionally anyway because he likes to well, have me If he wants here. to have you on, that's his business. Because it's his podcast, and yes. you're happy about that. That it's his podcast, yes. All right, all right. All right. Do we How have about, any... I think, I, think, um, I think you need to give me back the key to the house now. No, I don't think I do. Uh, you sound kind of unhappy about that prospect. About what prospect? About giving me back my key. <laughs> Why did you hit me? I didn't say anything. You sounded unhappy. I yeah. did not sound at all unhappy. I didn't say a word. You still sound unhappy. But no, he's, he's right, Devin. He doesn't need to give you his key back. Right. Because I'm going to. Oh. It, it was just hanging out of his pocket. Wow, you're I mean, good. Like <laughs> no, what, you stole the key from me. It was hanging out of your pocket. So when I don't get any of my recording done for next week, you'll tell Jordan it's your fault. Absolutely. With pride. Yeah, sure. Gay pride. All right. Then I'm very will, happy about that. There will that. be no, uh, no new history next week. Oh, because the first time in the history of this podcast that it will ne- not happen. How about be because in the of you. extra history of this podcast? In the extra history of this podcast, lots of things happen. Well, then it's fine. So that was a crappy letter. I mean, it's look, it's okay because it sounds like they will get him out. I mean, I'm happy. It's better than the last one, but that was really unfortunate news. Are there any other letters today, Rory? No. Since you are at the computer, there are not. There are no more letters. No. He never makes me breakfast. Oh, he'll make your friends toast, don't worry. Only if I hit him. <laughs> don't hit your husband. Well, he's going to want me to now. <laughs> so there's no more letters. No more letters. Guys, write into us. I was We're going still to here. Say that. We're still here. Uh, occasionally, Devin and or I may be on the podcast that's right, as well. That's right. So if you have a question that requires, you know, a woman's touch. No. We, we realize that Rory can be really boring. No. But, you know, write in anyway. And there as might be feminine something. as Rory is, he's still not a woman. Oh, so no. If, if you true. have, you know, kind of a feminine-based question, you know, Rory does okay, but... Right. None of these things are accurate. <clears throat> Look, write into us. The email address is castinwax at gmail.com. And don't forget that you can also send us in an audio letter, as Charles demonstrated today, and as the kidnappers demonstrated today. You don't have to type them with words. You can speak them with words and record them and send them as MP3s. And don't forget to go on the uh, Cast in Wax Facebook page. Yes, and please. And like us and comment. You can say things like, it's so great to have Devin and Lynn on the podcast. Yeah. Or things that are true. Like, Rory's a d- No. That's not what I meant. I think we, we ended up agreeing that it was the state of the being in the pussy. Right. Not doing anything. That's, That's vulgar. Right. Going, That's vulgar. Going a little limp, in fact. Yeah. That's very vulgar. We, so, can't, we can't help it if you're very vulgar, Rory. We're just explaining the facts as they stand. Or fall. Yeah. No, no. All right. So write into us. Write into us at castandwax at gmail.com. Uh, say something to us on the Facebook page. And maybe Devin and I will see you in the next couple of weeks. Yes. I certainly hope so, and send good thoughts out for Jordan coming home and being undamaged. I'm sure he'll be fine. And Scapey, since I know you really want to work hard for your two bowls of moist food, which I'm about to put down in front of you as we're ending the podcast, I will give you the honor of saying the last three words that Jordan usually signs off the podcast with. Are you ready? Give me moist food. No, the other ones. That Daddy usually says. Here's your moist food. No. Before he turns off the recording... Not after. Scapey, in a minute, I'm going to give you my... No, no. That's way more than three. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a hint. It starts with B. Bastard. All right. Nice try. Yeah. Devin, you want to do the honors? Be seeing you, everybody. Yuppa-pa, yuppa-pa, don't know what to do. My heart is not a game, it's my junk to you. Yuppa-pa, yuppa-pa, feel like such a shrew. Who needs boys? Don't you dare make me wild like you. 